Welcome to Building the Bakken Radio, heard in the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Hey, thank you folks so much for joining us this week on Building the Bakken, the most trusted energy brand in the Bakken today. And I do want to thank you folks for joining us. I know there's a lot of choices in today's world for content and where to get your information. And I thank you very much for choosing Building the Bakken, the most trusted energy brand in the Bakken today. As I mentioned a moment ago, we're part of the Crude Life Media Network, and so we're not a political program, rather an informational brand. No polarizing talk, just conversations about facts of the energy industry. Here at the Crude Life Media Network, we generate positive energy. With programs like Building the Bach, and we're able to tell the stories of the people, the communities, and the companies within the industry, those who are involved with the evolution of the Bakken oil field and the oil and gas industry. On today's episode of Building the Bakken, we've got a fantastic program in store for you. Our weekly Davis Refinery update is with William Prentice, the CEO of Meridian Energy Group. That's right, we got the top dog, the one that is behind the Davis Refinery, leading the charge, I should say. They have a whole team of people behind it, but he's leading the charge, spearheading it, Meridian Energy Group is. He kind of runs down a little bit of a timeline, some of the things that have been happening. Uh, they've been delayed a little bit, so we have the CEO, William Prentice of Meridian Energy Group on to give us kind of the, the low down, the down and dirty, and you know, you know, here at Building the Bach, and we go right to the source. All right, then we're going to go to Watford City, McKenzie County, and talk with Daniel Stenberg. He's the Economic Development Coordinator out there, the Executive Director for the uh, Economic Development Corporation out in McKenzie County. Like I said, that's where Watford City is, kind of the heart of the Bakken. It's been known for in the national media and the local media, regional media, all the media. Watford City, they've grown exponentially. Uh, they've got a lot of good things happening out there in Watford City. So we have the economic developer, kind of a year-end, year-in-review uh, let's look at next year. It gives us a rundown of some of the things happening in Watford City. All right. And then Jeff Simon. He's with the Western Dakota Energy Association. They have their annual meeting coming up. One of my favorite annual meetings. Uh, this year, it's going to be in Newtown. And so he gives us kind of a little bit of a rundown, some of the speakers, what they're talking about. And a question I like to ask a lot of guests these days is, 2018, what would it be known as? What's the theme? 2018 is the year of XYZ. So we do sprinkle those questions in as well with some of our guests on today's program. All right, let's take a look here. What do we have going? Oh, looks like we've got our Meridian Energy Group Davis Refinery update coming up in just a moment. But first we got a few things that we need to uh, let you know about first. And my name is Jason Spies, and this is Building the Bakken Radio, heard on the Crude Life I'm Media walking, Network. I'm talking, I'm smoking, I'm joking with the people that I know. And I'm thinking, I'm drinking, I'm spinning, I'm grinning. Oh, my car starts when I go. Over the past few months, I've told you about how unbelievable Hatch Coaching is. Don't just take my word for it. Listen to what Christy Huber, president of the United Way of Cass Clay, says about Hatch Coaching. When you get to know Eric, and he is so willing to share with you how growing up, you know, his life was impacted by an outstanding mom um, and the challenges that he may be faced. When he's willing to open 
up and talk about those things, you're immediately drawn in. And that's that vulnerability um, that I think that he has said, he has publicly said, it's okay to be yourself. Um, and it's, it's okay for you to make mistakes along the way. To find out more about Hatch Coaching or to have Eric Hatch speak at your event or company, visit HatchCoaching.com. That's HatchCoaching.com or call 701-212-1572. That's 701-212-1572. Welcome back to Building the Bakken Radio, heard in the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Up next, our weekly Davis Refinery update, William Prentice, the CEO of Meridian Energy Group. This is Bill Prentice at Meridian Energy Group. And the last time that we spoke, uh, Meridian had been given the permit to construct for the Davis Refinery. And um, how has the site preparation and progress been coming along since then? before we could actually start work in the field, but we got that done by, well, about the first week of July and uh, started work on site preparation and grading and getting some drainage installed. And that's been going along pretty nicely. Uh, up until a couple of weeks ago, we had some weather. Uh, given the recent weather, I think we're gonna start looking at buttoning up the site for winter and pick it up again, uh, you know, April, May. Although, uh, I understand this year they started construction activities out in that area as early as February. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. But um, in the site work, it's, it's going great. Uh, we're continuing design and procurement efforts. So uh, actually this coming summer, you're going to be able to see the refinery taking shape on the ground. So things are moving along as, as it looks. Um, of course, the big news this week, the uh, Public Service Commission dropped a complaint. And I saw, um, I think it was your guys' um, attorney or legal representation that used the word new normal when it comes to uh, the new norm. You know, and it seems like any energy project, whether it's a refinery to a pipeline, seems to be challenged a lot. And some complaints are coming in. Um, was... Now, did, did did I get my facts right that there was the complaint was dismissed, or are there any lingering ones around? Or well, the um, yeah, we we saw two of the currently four litigation uh, um, items uh, with regard to Davis uh, dismissed over the last couple of weeks. There was a complaint in the state court. Uh, saying that our conditional use permit from Billings County was not valid. Uh, that was dismissed recently. And then, as you, as you referred to earlier this week, the Public Service Commission issued an order uh, on Wednesday uh, dismissing a motion that they assert jurisdiction over the project and, uh, and require us to obtain an additional permit. And that was, uh, again, that went away. Uh, we have two additional items uh, right now that are out there. There's been an appeal to our air quality permit, and that's in process right now, uh, and an ongoing uh, action on the water authorization permit. So, you know, these things are ongoing. Uh, what you said earlier about uh, somebody at our firm having said this is the new normal. Uh, yeah, we 
we acknowledge that uh, it's just simply a, a fact of life these days that you get all your permits and you start your litigation phase. And typically that's going to be for quite a while. So we're just facing up to that. To listen to the full-length interview with William Prentice, the CEO of Meridian Energy Group, or to listen to other Davis Refinery updates or interviews, go to thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. Now, the Crude Life Media Network has a very large social media audience, about 350,000 followers. If you'd like to be a part of the Crude Life Media Network social media following page, follow followers, excuse me, go to thecrudelife.com and click on the social media page. That's thecrudelife.com. Click on the social media page. My name is Jason Spies, and this is Building the Bakken Radio, heard in the Crude Life Media Network. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Jason, what's your thought on this? My dad always listens to Jason Spies. No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Jason Spies is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. (laughs) This is a good thing. Is your boss watching this? You need a raise. You're my pineapple, baby, let me be your mango man. Welcome back to Building the Bakken Radio, heard in the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Up next, Daniel Stenberg with the McKinsey County Economic Development. This is Daniel Stenberg with the McKinsey County Economic Development. Thank you for joining the program today here in Economic Development in McKenzie County. I bet a lot of people are thinking that's like shooting fish in a barrel these days. Of course, economic development out in McKenzie County means Watford City. Watford City is in McKenzie County. Watford City is kind of the heart, the center of the Bakken oil boom. And and Watford City has gone through some tremendous growth. I mean, we're talking about going from, you know, a couple thousand people to five, six, seven thousand people. It might be more, but it's it's doubled, in, uh, if not tripled, in growth for a small community. So, uh, Mr. Daniel Stenberg, how are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Has, has anybody given you a hard time, like, you know, economic development in Watford City? Boy, that's got to be a tough gig. I know I know it's a, it's not as easy as I just made it sound, but does anybody give you ruffle your feathers a little bit about that out of jealousy? Well, right, exactly. I know economic development is so broad, and so it, it's not so much for us about bringing jobs here. It's, it's more trying to find the workers to come here and enhance that quality of life, make sure quality of life is, you know, is maintained so that we have a, a good community for people to live in. Well, and that's a good point, too, because a lot of people, they hear economic development, and the first thing they think of is, you know, like what you said, jobs and some of these uh you know, bringing companies to town, et cetera, et cetera. Some of the things that you've been doing there, though, are a little bit different, a little bit outside the box. I know 
we had, uh, I believe it was Patrick Bertinoli on a few weeks ago, and he was he was really, you know, g- giving you a lot of uh, kudos for your work in being instrumental and kind of bridging a gap and being a liaison for Nuvera Environmental Solutions and, you know, the county when it comes to their high school and that sort of thing. Uh, are you doing a lot of these little special projects? I mean, I, I really haven't heard too many economic developers doing that type of thing. Well, yeah, I think sometimes people are looking to have meetings with other people, but they don't necessarily have the venue or the person to organize that meeting. And um, and just because our workforce is, is probably our biggest challenge that we have, you know, what can our office do is what we've been asking. And... Um, having conversations with the high school and having conversations with businesses. They're like, you know, is there ways that we can create more opportunities for, for kids in high school to see what the opportunities are here, right, in our own backyard, and for them to understand that. And so we've just been, we don't have a college here in town um, that has a bricks and mortar, but we have the University of Mary offering classes here, Williston State and Train ND. We've been having conversations and you know, what are ways that we can can meet our workforce needs without having um, to have people leave our community for trainings. And so that's, um, we've been, yeah, meeting with various oil companies, various uh, petroleum companies as well to just kind of talk about, you know, what are your needs? What can you guys help the school with that they can see what um, what opportunities there are for people who want to enter the workforce right after high school, those that want to maybe go for one or two years of school, and then those that want to go on for more of a traditional four-year degree and then enter the workforce. And with that, it's just led to good good conversations amongst industry and and the school, as well as the trainers that, that have um, training opportunities to just try to figure out a little bit better the, the pipelines that are available and the, and the pathways that are available for, for kids to get into the workforce. Well, I tell you what, I thought that was a fantastic idea about cultivating and just exposing the opportunities of the energy industry through, you know, trucking, I guess, is probably the right way. Maybe it's not energy industry as much as it is the trucking and distribution industry like Nuvera was coming up with. I just thought it was a a neat idea because uh, the one thing that we've been pretty vocal about on this program is that maybe the four-year degree is not for everybody. In fact, We've even argued that the two-year trade degree is a better way to go if your kid just wants to have a good job and make some money. Now, if they want to be an accountant or a doctor or a lawyer, that's a little bit different. But if, if you're not quite sure, you know, your specialized career, boy, I tell you, the, the, the way the world has worked out in the last, you know, five, six years is it's really opened up a renaissance for these trades yeah, whether it be artificial intelligence or welding or electricians, or in this case, Getting your CDL license, man, you get a CDL license, that's, that's a heck of a thing to have if you're under 20 years old. What, what um, I guess, what was kind of the hook that, that you saw with this to really make this thing work? Because you started introducing ki- uh, some of this stuff to high school kids. You could actually have a few people that don't want that, or they're a little bit upset, or they might 
turn it into a political argument. Did you guys get any flack or any any pushback or given the fact that it's an oil and gas town, were people pretty receptive to this and open to the idea? Yeah, I, I, I think it's just been received quite generally quite well. Um, I mean, the idea being we just want to present the options. I think, I think what we're trying to help prevent against is just kids at, when they graduate or even one and two years into college, they're being like, yeah, I don't know what I want to do, and I don't, I don't know what any of these jobs entail. Um, if we can just present the options, I mean, the school also brings in the veterinary, uh, the, the veterinary folks, and talk about those professions, the medical professions, you know, all of these different things. I think it's just, just getting kids exposed to to all different industries. We're also having a meeting with healthcare providers next month or next week, actually, to have them talk about what kind of opportunities do kids have that we should be um to be working on and i and i think we've just kind of it's no longer the day where people kind of keep a job for 40 years anymore it's more that like i've i changed my job about four or five times in the past 10 years and um and i like it and and, I, and there's not a lot of people that kind of are planning to stick with their job for 30 40 years at the same thing and so if there's a way for us to be nimble and you know like you said maybe you start out with a two-year degree and then you do that job for a few years and then you realize oh you you like graphic design or something what well can we provide you a class or two or three or four for you to get the graphic design training that you need so that you could pivot into a different position and so i think the idea of okay you're going to go to four years of college and then you're going to do that that job that you went to school for for the rest of your life that's that happens with some people but not as much and i think we'll just see it less and less and so if maybe you start out with a couple years of college and then you um, do some things and then you change and then you change and then you just continually be a, a lifelong learner and um and then you can kind of get into the position where you want to be later in life Mr. Daniel Stenberg, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought for just a moment. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue our interview with Daniel Stenberg with the McKinsey County Economic Development Corporation, otherwise uh, known as McKinsey County, Watford City, the heart of the Bakken. My name is Jason Spies, and this is Building the Bakken Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. Back to the way. Oh, 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 back to the way. So back to the way. Oh, 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 back to the way. Back to the way. Oh, 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 back to the way. The music on today's program is written and performed by the Moody River Band. For more information on the Moody River Band, their links, and their music, visit thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com, and click on the Musicians tab. This is the Moody River Band. Yeah, man. 
Over the past few months, I've told you about how unbelievable Hatch coaching is. Don't just take my word for it. Listen to what Christy Huber, president of the United Way of Cass Clay, says about Hatch coaching. One of our programs was where we asked Eric Hatch to come in and speak to this group, and it ended up being a group of about 90 emerging leaders, um, and talk to them about leadership lessons. And Eric just did a phenomenal job of reaching out and talking about uh, leadership from a very uh, personal perspective. He is one of our best leaders in the community talking about being vulnerable and what that has meant to him in his leadership journey. To find out more about Hatch Coaching or to have Eric Hatch speak at your event or company, visit HatchCoaching.com. That's HatchCoaching.com or call 701-212-1572. That's 701-212-1572. Meridian Energy Group of Belfield, North Dakota is building the most technologically advanced oil refinery on the planet, the Davis Refinery, a project designed to achieve emission control levels the industry has never seen before. The Davis Refinery, working for North Dakota. MeridianEnergyGroupInc.com. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Jason, what's your thought on this? My dad always listens to Jason Spies. No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Jason Spies is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. (laughs) This is a good thing. Is your boss watching this? You need a raise. Well, I was two years old when John Lennon died. Well, I was 23 when George said goodbye. Welcome back to Building the Bakken Radio, heard in the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Up next, we continue our conversation with Daniel Stenberg, McKinsey County Economic Development. Of course, McKinsey County is in the Watford City, heart of the Bakken. And so he has a lot of activity happening there. So we continue our conversation. Daniel Stenberg, McKenzie County Economic Development. You were just talking about the uh, changing of jobs and all that stuff. And then when you mentioned, you know, going to school, keeping the same job for 10 years, for some reason, uh, attorneys popped in my head. And I know more attorneys that have left the profession to go do other things than anything else. Like when I think of some of these eight-year you know, schooling that people do. Uh, I don't know a lot of doctors that quit being doctors. I don't know a lot of dentists that quit being dentists, but I can count on probably more than two hands the amount of people that sure. after they worked for a law, a law firm or became a lawyer, they left and left and went in the pharmaceutical business or went in the restaurant business or something like that. Anyway, I just, for some reason, that popped in my head when you were uh, uh, giving giving a very good description of that too, because it is true, you know, I mean, what do they say? Most people, and this maybe has changed, but uh, seven to eight times in a career, people will change jobs. And, yep. you know, yep. that's, 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 that's a good amount of uh, changing jobs seven times. I mean, yep. I, I know that's me. <laughs> anyway, but, well, I, I was going to ask you about Main Street USA also. You know, some of these things that we're talking about here is kind of a big picture Watford City, some of the changes happening there, some of the progressive things they have going on. We have Daniel Stenberg with us. He's the economic developer. So you guys send out a newsletter, and I get your newsletter, and that's actually one of the 
things that uh, reminded me to give you a call and, and get this interview under wraps because the uh, first thing on your, your newsletter you get is, um, or that, that we got this week was uh, Promised Land Project Energizes Watford City. And Matthew McConaughey was involved somehow. I don't know if he was in Watford City or if he's involved with Promised Land or whatever, but that caught my attention as one of those um, one of those quality of life things that people keep talking about. This is an example of that. This is an example of where something can be brought in from out of town that is something different, that gives an opportunity to either the business community or the social community community to you know, experience a part of something that isn't day-to-day Watford City. How did that event go and describe it a little bit, if you will? Is, has it happened yet, I guess? Yeah, we, yeah, we just had it this past Sunday. That's it what I thought, very, okay. very unique event that we had here. And um, the, the founder, Roy Spence, is, made, made it his mission to visit all 50 states in the next eight years, and he's bringing along a front porch. It's a 20-foot-long front porch that uh, they stage all the conversations and entertainment off of, but just with the idea that we need to have more um, conversations with, with folks, maybe even people that we don't necessarily agree with, and and then also focus on the idea that not everybody needs a four-year degree, but all work has dignity. And so we um, probably had three, four hundred people at the at our Rough Rider Center this past Sunday for that event. Tiger Lily played, as well as the band out of Nashville called Mama Deer. Um, and it was just a, we had a panel of entrepreneurs from Watford City, some kind of long-term established entrepreneurs, and some newer newer businesses, but people that have moved here from the South, people of moved here from California and Arizona, as well as people that grew up here. And they're all doing their own businesses, and it was interesting to hear their stories and kind of the challenges and the opportunities that Watford City has presented them. And, um, and yeah, and so then at the end, so how, how Watford City was chosen was at South by Southwest earlier this year, Matthew McConaughey was helping kick off this Promise Sign project, and he threw a dart at the map of the whole United States. And of all the places that it could have hit, it hit Watford City, North Dakota. So that was, that was a pretty unique um, and random way for Watford City to get this event here. And then at our event, they threw a dart at the map of Louisiana, and so they decided which city they are going to go to based on a dart throw at our event. And so it was, a, it was a fun, unique event. It came together very quickly. They gave us a call probably three weeks ago, and they said that they wanted to come up here and put this event on and that we were going to be the first of, of all the states, and so they didn't really know what was going to happen. Um, so it was it was a lot of uh, question marks that we had the last couple of weeks, but we got it got it all figured out. They they brought a really nice team of about ten people from their organization, and uh, we had a really nice fun event this past Sunday here with the Promise Land Project. And you guys were the very first one for the entire whole season or tour, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Boy, I tell you what, a, what a neat story, especially with the dart. I mean. That's kind of everybody's fantasy is take a vacation, throw a dart at the board, and that's where we end up. And good for those guys for actually kind of doing their tour that way. I don't know how economical it is, but hey, what the heck, man? Whatever, whatever works. I can't imagine that works well for routing, but oh well. Uh, what a what a fun way to go. Uh, so so um, let me ask you this: uh, You're in Watford City. We're having record outputs. Uh, in in natural gas and in also in crude oil, um, 
you know, a lot of people are wondering, well, where's all the business, you know, because everybody expects it to be $100 oil days and oil companies spending money left and right trying to get those things uh, drilled and capped and proven, I guess, proven would be the right way to put it. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the activity in Watford City because you guys are the hot zone, right, and everything. Do you guys have a lot of white trucks driving around there? You know, do you, are you are you getting a lot of that energy activity that, uh, you know, p- people at least remember back in the 2012 days, that sort of thing? Because the truth be told, it's never going to be the 2000 Bonanza it was, the, the, the Bonanza yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think anybody really wants to go back to that. No. That pace and then also what's what's the nice advantage of us now in the last couple of years where we've been able to continue to build out our infrastructure is that we do now have infrastructure for you know seven eight thousand people here in town whereas before it was seven or eight thousand people with infrastructure for a thousand and so mm-hmm. with the bypass around town and with um with us new school buildings and another one probably going to be built um, next year, we um, we now can accommodate um, the, the growth. So it's, I would say it's a brisk pace that we have here, but it isn't, um, you know, you don't have to check the travel report before you leave type thing. We've been able to have, um, you know, new retail continue to come in. We still have space for more. And I think if more um, took the leap, they would, it would do well, but today if we have a Burrito Brothers restaurant opening up. We're excited about that. We had a Corner Post Travel Plaza that opened up earlier this year, and you drive past now, and it's busy all the time. Uh, we also had a women's clothing store, Miss Willow's Nest, that opened up on Main Street, and they're they're doing good and just kind of adding to the vibrancy of Main Street. So, so yeah, no, we've seen we've seen growth in our retail, and there's still room for more as we continue to grow the, the schools enrollment went up 20 percent this year they weren't expecting that much growth um but it's it's just kind of a sign that families have moved here and and people can we had 274 births in 2017 um and so that's uh and we had about 180 um in in kindergarten this year so as long as those people stick around for the next five years you know we're going to see another exponential growth in in the kindergarten class to listen to the full-length interview with daniel stenberg with mckinsey county economic development or to listen to other building the bakken features visit thecrudelife.com that's thecrudelife.com Crude Life Media Network is part of a huge social media network that we've got 350,000 followers. If you'd like to be a part of that network or maybe some of our neighboring and some of our partnering pages, if you will, go to thecrudelife.com and click on the social media tab. That's thecrudelife.com and click on the social media tab. My name is Jason Spies and this is Building the Bakken Radio Heard on the Crude Life Media Network. The music on today's program is written and performed by the Moody River Band. For more information on the Moody River Band, their links, and their music, visit thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com, and click on the Musicians tab. This is the Moody River Band. We all do what we do so we can survive. Over the past few months, I've told you about how unbelievable Hatch Coaching is. Well, don't just take my word for it. 
Listen to what Greg Tavine of Emerging Prairies has to say about Hatch Coaching. When I think of the world that I want to live in, it's with people that care, that take risks, that reinvent themselves, reinvent their organizations, reinvent their industries. And Eric's a model citizen for that. Uh, he's, he's trying to solve problems. He's trying to bring people into those solutions. He, he does incredibly well, but he lives generously. I think a community filled with people like Eric that are solving problems, giving it their best, and creating an environment for others to lead and soar and succeed, that's the place I want to live. And so Eric's the type of person that's in, in my community, and I'm really grateful for that. To find out more about Hatch Coaching or to have Eric Hatch speak at your event or company, visit HatchCoaching.com. That's HatchCoaching.com. Or call 701-212-1572. That's 701-212-1572. Jason Speece, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Let's bring in Jason Speece, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Jason, what's your thought on this? My dad always listens to Jason Speece. No one does an interview like Jason Speece. Jason Spies is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. <laughs> this is a good thing. Is your boss watching this? You need a raise. Meridian Energy Group of Belfield, North Dakota, is building the most technologically advanced oil refinery on the planet, the Davis Refinery. A project designed to achieve emission control levels the industry has never seen before. The Davis Refinery, working for North Dakota. MeridianEnergyGroupInc.com. Hey folks, I want to take a quick second to tell you just in time for summer, the Crude Life t-shirts are now on shale. Three different designs available. Show your support for the industry and become an energy enthusiast by living the crude life. Visit thecrudelife.com and click on the t-shirts now on shale. That's the Crude Life t-shirts now on shale. Welcome back to Building the Bakken Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Up next, Jeff Simon with the Western Dakota Energy Association. I'm Jeff Simon, the Executive Director of the Western Dakota Energy Association. All right, well, thank you for joining us this uh, week here on the Crude Life Programming. And I love this time of year because uh, we get to uh, visit with uh, individuals like yourself. And I remember visiting with Vicki Steiner every year, too, uh, about... Your guys' annual meeting coming up, and I love the annual meetings because it kind of gives us a, a, a time to recap and then go ahead and use that information and look ahead at, you know, 2019 or the next year. So, uh, first of all, let, let's get some of the uh, information on where and when and just kind of some of those details on when is your guys' annual meeting coming up? All right, our annual meeting is uh, going to open at 1 p.m. on Wednesday, uh, November 7th. And um, it runs through uh, early afternoon on November 8th, Wednesday and Thursday, November 7th, 8th. And we are going to be at Four Bears Resort and Casino at Newtown. Oh, great. That should be fun. I mean, so people, they've got the gambling there and everything? Well, they do. If you, uh, you choose to partake, you would have that opportunity, certainly. Well, you know, people coming in from out of town, you know, you got to offer some different entertainment. I was going to ask you, did some of these cities ever bid on you guys like, like a Super Bowl? Because I know it's been in Dickinson and Williston, and, you know, you, I know you guys try to uh, hit a new town all the time. Do, do any of the economic developers or anything bid on you, or chambers bid on you guys like a Super Bowl? Well, we don't, we don't exactly bid it. I mean, we... Uh, we just kind of try to do our best to move it around a little bit. We were at 
Watford City in 2016, Dickinson last year, and you know it was time to move north again. So we were looking for a location in the north, and um, uh, you know the the, the Four Bears facility is uh, certainly large enough to accommodate us with uh, a small trade show. We've got a few exhibitors lined up, and um, probably uh, you know expect 100 or 125 folks to register for the meeting. Not large, but uh, a good sized crowd. Yeah, but it's it's a crowd of of you know experts. It's a crowd of veterans. It's a crowd of people that are you know in the industry and quite honestly re- representing some pretty big players out in the box. And I, I've been to uh, I think three or four of the annual meetings, and so you know you're talking about you know a, g- a good number of well let's, we'll call it a wealth of information. So uh, wh- one of the things that I really liked about uh, your guys' annual meeting. It's the Western Dakota Energy Association. Yes. Okay. Uh, some sorry. Sometimes I get it. Uh, my, my my acronyms mixed up. So, is is the presenters? Um, generally, you guys are offering some really good information, and then if you sometimes you even got a panel of uh, some of the oil companies, that sort of thing. Well, what do you guys got planned this year in terms of maybe some themes or uh, some speakers of note? Well, I don't know that we have a theme necessarily, but I tell you what, Jason, I am really pleased with the way the uh, the agenda came together. We've got, uh, as you say, some uh, some pretty high power, or high powered or influential folks in the industry. The uh, the event is a day and a kind of a day and a half this year. Um, we've it's the first time we've done that in a while, just to give uh, you know give time to all the different topics. And uh, I'll just give you a, a you know an opening of the first day here. We're going to start out. Uh, talking about truck permitting issues, movement of oversized trucks, and there's a lot of them out there in the Bakken, of course. Um, and there have been some issues with it, you know, about, uh, you know, whether, uh, you know, you stay on the state highway or you get pushed off on the county road sometimes. Um, so we'll have a little bit of a discussion about the issues that have surrounded the truck permitting system. We're, uh, uh, we operate the, uh, the system for the counties in the oil-producing region, and we're now in the process of expanding that system statewide. Um, and um, making some significant enhancements to it. Uh, we're going to have uh, a routable mapping system. So basically the trucking industry in western North Dakota and the, the entire state eventually will have uh, what we call a Google Maps for trucks. Um, trucks can't necessarily go everywhere that a car can, and, but this, this uh, mapping system is going to take them around some of those restricted areas of the narrow bridge or you know that sort of thing. Uh, so that'll open the conference and then... Uh, the second half of the afternoon will be devoted to uh, gas capture and uh, some of the issues we've had with flaring. We're going to have a panel um, that includes folks from Oasis, One Oak, and Crestwood. To listen to the full-length interview with Jeff Simon with the Western Dakota Energy Association or to listen to other Building the Bakken features, visit thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. If you'd like to be part of our social media followers, we have 350,000 energy enthusiasts Go to thecrudelife.com and click on the social media tab. Click on our social media pages and go ahead and like, follow, share, do all that fun stuff that they do with social media. That's thecrudelife.com and click on the social media tab. My name is Jason Spies and this is Building the Bakken Radio Heard on the Crude Life Media Network. And that concludes another awesome episode of Building the Bakken Radio. And I would like to personally thank each and every one of you who listened and tuned in our program this week. 
There are so many options out there for content and entertainment today, and we are so grateful that you have chosen Building the Bakken Radio and the Crude Life Media Network for your option today. Again, thank you once again for listening to our program, our non-political, non-polarizing program known as Building the Bakken Radio. Now, was there an interview that you wanted to check out? Well, you can access past shows, features, and full-length interviews at thecrudelife.com. We would also like to invite you to be a part of our social media network. Join our ever-growing army of energy enthusiasts. We have quite a presence in many of the shale plays, like the Permian, Eagleford, Marcellus, Niobrera, and many, many more. It's all part of the Crude Life Media Network. Check us out. If you go to crudelife.com, click on our social media tabs, we've got a list of our social media sites, over 350,000 followers. We're strong. We're growing every day when we invite you to be a part of our social media network here at the Crude Life Media Network. Now, when you're at the crudelife.com, be sure to click on our sponsors page. These sponsors make this program happen. Now, we've got some outstanding sponsors here at the Crude Life Media Network, and we ask you to please support them when you can. You know what? Heck, just reach out and say hello sometime. That's nothing like a nice hello. Click on the sponsors page. Check them out, crudelife.com. Thank you once again for listening to Building the Bakken Radio this week. We will be back next week right here on this radio station at this time once again. My name is Jason Spies, and this is Building the Bakken Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. Thank you once again for joining us this week, and remember, keep calm and frack on. You've been wishing you never been born. All I can say is that you try to behave and try not to get your mind blown. Seems like no matter who I talk to in the world of business these days, people are telling me about the success of Hatch Coaching. Listen to what Jeff Schatz, superintendent of the Fargo Public Schools, has to say about Eric Hatch and Hatch Coaching. I just thought that his story about how he talks about the struggles that he and his family went through and having children and how, you know, everybody has a hot mess and how, how do you deal with that in life. And I just thought that really resonates well with, you know, folks. And so... Um, I thought that would be a great message for everybody to hear. Well, then beyond that, I've also seen Eric um, do uh, some of the other things that he does with emceeing and leading other types of things that he does. He does coaching, I know, with students um, where the principals have hired him to come and do that. So I just extended that opportunity for him to be the MC too. He was very well received. For more information, call 701-212-1572 or visit coachingwithhatch.com. That's coachingwithhatch.com. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Jason, what's your thought on this? My dad always listens to Jason Spies. No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Jason Spies is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. (laughs) This is a good thing. Is your boss watching this? You need a raise. Hey, folks, I want to take a quick second to tell you just in time for summer, the Crude Life t-shirts are now on shale. Three different designs available. Show your support for the industry and become an energy enthusiast by living the crude life. Visit thecrudelife.com and click on the t-shirts now on shale. That's the Crude Life t-shirts now on shale. Meridian Energy Group of Belfield, North Dakota is building the most technologically advanced oil refinery on the planet. 
the Davis Refinery, a project designed to achieve emission control levels the industry has never seen before. The Davis Refinery, working for North Dakota. MeridianEnergyGroupInc.com.